When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bienvenidos. It is a pleasure to have you with us right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. It's on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Subscribe to us on iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher, worldsoccertalk.com, Twitter, at World Soccer Talk and at Sports Byline USA. My name is Nate Abarea. Tweet me at Nate WST. All of you grassroots soccer enthusiasts, get at me again at Nate WST. Craig Burley, the former Chelsea, Celtic, and Scottish national team man is going to be with us. You know Craig's work here in the States with ESPN FC. So much to talk about with Mr. Burley in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio. Cannot wait to get Craig on the line. One day away, baby. One day away from the Cali Classico. Yet another edition of the Cali Classico. This time at Avaya. Every time I hear Avaya Stadium, I finally get to go for the first time tomorrow night. Avaya. I just think about those old ads with Wayne Brady. Remember Avaya had Wayne Brady as their spokesperson forever. Then they fired him. Bring Wayne Brady back. Come on, it's the Wayne Brady show. No, I am stoked to go to Avaya Stadium after years of following the San Jose Earthquakes from Spartan Stadium to Buckshaw Stadium with stops along the way in the Oakland Coliseum, AT&T Park, Candlestick, the old Stanford, the new Stanford. Wherever the quakes have gone, I have been there to support this team, and it is going to be beautiful to finally get to see this new stadium in the flesh. And as a lifelong Liverpool supporter, it's going to be a little strange for my first time seeing the greats. Steven Gerrard, Stevie G, E. I'm going to see him in a Galaxy uniform. The first time I'm ever going to lay eyes on the man who I idolized all throughout my childhood. He's going to be wearing the uniform of a team that I have despised for all of my childhood and into my early adulthood. But hey, I'll still give Stevie a little salute and then he'll be a Galaxian. From that moment on, cannot wait for that World Soccer Talk Radio in the house for the Cali Classico at Avaya tomorrow. We'll give you all the flavor on Monday's show, get you prepped for it in tomorrow's show as well. Hey, Champions League group draw came out today. A couple of big ones. Group A, I like uh, Paris Saint-Germain and Real Madrid in the same group. Group G, Chelsea and Porto. Jose Mourinho gets to go back to Porto and Chelsea. Also be making a trip out to Israel to take on Maccabi Tel Aviv. So I have to get Raphael Geller on the show when Chelsea heads out to Israel. Arsenal and Munich, also a great draw. Like them all. Quite a few storylines to go with. Craig Burley's with us on the other side of this break. Stay tuned, World Soccer Talk Radio. 
If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. See the world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to Go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app. Get the games. And get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime. Anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. iHeartRadio loves music, so let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists, all free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Talk Radio, back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abarea. Tweet me at NateWST. It is a pleasure to just add to the illustrious history of Scottish contributors to the success of World Soccer Talk Radio. Craig Burley joining us. Craig, thank you so much for coming on. How you doing, sir? Good afternoon, Nate. You've had, you've had, a, few, you've had a few Scotsmen, have you? 
Uh, we, we've had quite a few. We've had uh, many who have uh, worked with you and actually spoken very highly uh, of you, Craig, including uh, Derek Ray, Mark Donaldson. Uh, we hope to get Stevie Nichol uh, in the near future. No, the, the Scottish connection with this show is, is absolutely fantastic, and I am quite glad uh, to continue it. So, hey, we're, we're going to talk all about uh, the, the Scottish national team a little bit later in the program, talk about your uh, playing career and uh, some of your takes on Major League Soccer recently uh, on ESPN FC. But but first off, I want to talk with you about the the work that you do with ESPN FC. You've been in the States now for, for two years. It's two years since you and your family moved to the U.S. And I think what, what a lot of people want to know is what was the catalyst uh, for that move and, and how have the last two years really treated you? Well, yeah, I mean, the last two years have treated me great. I mean, it's, you know, in the family, I mean, it's, it's a great place to live. It's uh it was a bit of an upheaval, obviously moving everybody, and uh, you know ESPN, Stroke, Disney were were great with all the relocation. Of course, I did absolutely nothing and left my wife to pack the whole the whole house and get it all shipped <laughs> and all that. It just 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 the usual man thing, there. You know, I just stuck away in a hotel somewhere and pretended that I was working. Well, they did all the hard graft. So, so that was the difficult side of it. Uh, in terms of how it all came about, you know, as some of your listeners may or may not know, before ESPN FC, uh, the program really was ESPN Press Pass, uh, which had been going internationally for around 12 to 15 years uh, before it was rebranded as FC uh, for US TV plus the international audience. And, and so I had worked on that program from the United Kingdom for quite a few years and had... Uh, you know, got a very good relationship with my boss and the coordinating producer of that program, Steve Palazzi. Uh And so I was a regular contributor to that on the international channels while I was working regular on the UK, mainly on the Premier League. And, and I, as I say, I formed a very good relationship with Steve. And he, he was always asking me, Nate, if I would ever move to the US. And I never sort of ruled it out. But once once the uh, the landscape changed in England with ESPN pulling out of of the United Kingdom with BT Sport buying over some of the channel and, and, and launching their own channels, it was time for a change and they offered me the job and uh, we came to an agreement after a few months and, and so I took up on it. So, so basically that's the reason I, I, I felt it was, it was time for a change. I, I had covered Scottish football in the early days, I hadn't covered it so much in the, in, in the latter years, so I, I'd sort of been there and covered all the United Kingdom and, and I just felt I didn't really want to do that again. Well, you've been a great addition to uh, soccer television here in the States, and a lot of people uh, share that opinion. Now, I want to ask you about uh, the, the wacky and star-studded crew over there uh, at ESPN FC. And I was thinking there's so many ways that we could start this, but what, what, are, what better way to break the ice uh, than, than with this question? Have you ever wanted to punch Dan Thomas in the face? that way and of course as you well as you well know uh, I don't really but uh, quite a lot of uh, people who watch and listen to podcasts and listen to radio stations and go on social media think that uh, I've got a beef with almost everybody which I, I haven't I mean <laughs> the guys at ESPN the guys at ESPN and FC will tell you if you get me on the golf course and you've got a problem I try and help you out I try and you know I'm, I'm not the kind of guy that I am on that ESPN FC site, it, 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 it is merely it is merely TV. I switch on and off, mate. When I 
when I go to work, I switch into to football. Sort of, how can I make this entertaining? It's a slow news day. What are we going to do? I'm going to wind Dan Thomas up. I'm going to wind Stephen Nichol, Ali Moreno, Shaka Hisler. I'm going to get a reaction from Gabriel Marcotti. And I'm going to have my own opinion. And as soon as I leave work, I switch off and I go for a beer with the guys. So I purely see it as what we do is a six-day-a-week television program that goes out not only in the States, but goes out in England, Australia, New Zealand, the Caribbean, Canada, Japan, and all these countries. And, and we've got to try and make that interesting for six days, not one day a week, not a one-hour show one day a week, but six days. And, you know, that, that takes a little bit of energy. And so that, that, that's how we we, now we... We have some bigger arguments now and again, but effectively Dan and I got on great, and we, we walk away laughing after some of the arguments, and uh, that's the way it's been for years, and I'm, uh, I'm sure that's the way it's going to stay. Well, I enjoyed, uh, I think it was uh, during one of the shows last week when uh, Dan asked you, uh, did, did, did you forget to bring, in, in his very, very nice tone, in his somewhat somewhat sarcastic tone, he asked you, he said, well, well Craig, did you, did you forget to bring your happy pills uh, to the set oh, yeah. today? <laughs> very, very much enjoyed that. And Dan, if you're out there uh, listening right now, I uh, look forward to having you uh, on the show again to hear your side of all of this stuff. Uh, hey, how would you describe your fellow Scotsman, Stevie Nichol? What's it been like working with the, uh, the Liverpool legend and, and proud Scotsman, Stevie Nichol? Stevie's great. I've been golfing with him this morning. Actually, he's got this—he's uh, got this big long putter that I keep telling him these big long anchor putters are going to be. Out, they are outlawed next year, and I've told him it's outlawed even for him because he struggles. He can't—he can't—he can't, he can't get a grip of it. So we've been golfing today. Him and I got on great. We both like a beer. We don't take ourselves too serious and that's the key to it I mean I don't take myself I may come across as a serious guy or angry or unhappy but I don't I don't take myself too serious I do my job and that's it everybody's entitled to their opinion everybody has an opinion I did not I had a very good playing career and I'm very lucky uh, but Stevie had a great playing career uh, you know and, and they, but he's the type of guy he never talks about that he won't tell you about winning umpteen Premier Leagues. He won't tell you about winning a European Cup playing for Liverpool. He won't talk about all oh, the great Liverpool sides that I played in. So he's very, very grounded. It's not about him. It's about just getting on with the show. And, and that's what everybody loves about Steve. That he's, his playing credentials are the best of our, uh, our group by far. Uh, but he's a very grounded individual and of course he's got a lot of love still for Liverpool and a lot of frustration for Liverpool as well. What are you and Stevie drinking out on the golf course? Oh no, very professional. Uh, we're, uh, no, no beers recently because most of the time we're having to go to work off the back of it. I say work, we go and do the show. So we might not necessarily, <laughs> we, we, we might not necessarily do the show or be in the ESPN to around about 2.30 uh, if there's games on or if there's a sports centre segment uh, like there was yesterday for me on Manchester United. You go in a little bit earlier. So, so we tend to be, a lot of times because our schedules are different uh, during the week, we don't tend to have the same days off, which is I think something that Steve Palese, our boss, tries to make sure happens because <laughs> otherwise we would both be on the beers on the golf course. But... Uh, so we haven't really been uh, bevying too much, mate, on on the course. It's all been it's all been work, and of course we don't we don't drink whilst we're working because that's a sackable offence. 
Indeed, indeed. Hey, in the uh, minute and a half before we got to head to our first break, would you say what one of the weirdest occurrences uh, on the set of ESPN SC uh, that, that you've experienced? What would one of the weirdest occurrences be over the last couple of years? My God, well, Stevie, Stevie and Stevie and Shaka have been dancing uh, on, a, on a regular basis. We've had people walk off the set. I mean, it's like uh, there is uh, there's a little bit too much flatulence goes on in that in that in that studio. And, I'm, and I tell you, it's not me. There's a lot of flatulence goes on in that studio. Who is it? There's some, well, the guy you've been talking about for the past five minutes. His diet. Stevie Nichols' diet is an absolute disgrace. The man is a heathen. He's, he's still, he, he won't eat, he won't eat modern food. It's, it's double egg and chips and all these sort of stuff and oh my god. And so he brings, <laughs> he brings a nair of, you know, smoothness and generosity and down to earth, but he also brings an air of something else quite often to the studio and it's not very nice. He brings a literal a literal air of of something else, and I I, I am sure that uh, it is. I'm sure that it's not nice, and I'm also sure that uh, I hope to never have to experience no. that side of the great Liverpool man named Stevie Nichol and a fine fine Major League Soccer manager for a number of years with the New England Revolution, Craig Burley of ESPN FC, the former Chelsea Celtic and Scottish national team man, is with us right here on World Soccer Talk Radio, and we're taking a trip back to Stamford Bridge in the early '90s. We're talking Chelsea. Then we're talking Celtic, we're talking Scottish national team and MLS in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio. You, stay with us. We're back after this. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. See the world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to Go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com iHeartRadio loves music, so let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists, all free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. 
Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800 428 one five seven zero agents are standing by twenty four seven. So go ahead and call now. Eight hundred four two eight fifteen seventy. Abarea and Craig Burley back here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Tweet us your take on the show at World Soccer Talk and tweet me all your enthusiasm for grassroots American soccer at Nate WST. Hey, I promised a trip to Stamford Bridge in the early 90s, uh, but I was actually on your Twitter page here and I got to ask you about this video uh, that you posted of Usain Bolt uh, getting taken out by this uh, cameraman on a Segway. What, what, what do you make of all this? I was, well, I didn't, I just saw, it was actually tweeted out by a, a US golf writer and, uh, I just saw it and made me laugh, so I was like, I just sort of retweeted it, yeah, it, just, it, seemed, it seemed a bit strange, didn't it? These camera guys get, get way too close to these superstars these days, but, uh, hopefully he's not injured, Mr. Bolt, because he's a very, uh, very precious commodity, isn't he? That was one of the most skillful things I've ever seen from Usain Bolt is the way he didn't actually get rolled up by the Segway, the way he actually kind of like hopped up over it and then did a somersault out of the fall. It was as impressive as any sprint I've, I've ever seen from him. What, what, this cameraman has got to be just, you know, feeling like a, a dog excrement right now. What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened with you as a, as a member of the media since uh, you retired from your playing days? Oh, as a member of the media? Uh, well... That'd be a difficult one. I mean, apart from the many mistakes that I made on uh, on commentary way back in the day, when I was, I tell you what, one of the things that was embarrassing, and I kind of, we were doing a game at Manchester City, Chelsea were playing at Man City, and uh, I, I, the game was frantic. It was a few years ago, and uh, it was a live commentary for Satanta Sports, which were then the uh, the sort of number two in the UK, and I was with John Champion and. John Terry got sent off, and uh, we went over this and over this with the director during the game. We kept going back to it. Was it, was it a sending off? Was he denying the goal scoring? Was he doing this? Was he doing that? And, of course, back in the UK, we were on open talkback all the time, so we've got people in our ears chuntering nonstop. And late on in the game, this was about the 70th minute, and late on in the game, this tackle went in about 93rd minute. And I've gone, what a great tackle there by John Terry. <laughs> and, the, and the director, Grant Phillips, match director, who's my mate, great match director, said to me, Craig, John was sent off 20 minutes ago. I was like, oh. Now, they are, there was 30 seconds left, Nate, in, in, in the actual playing time, injury time, and I thought, do I say something or do I keep quiet? So I decided to go for the keep quiet, hoping nobody would notice sort of thing, and uh, it wasn't too bad in the end, but it was all rather embarrassing. To be honest with you. <laughs> 
Well, I'm glad I'm glad you've never rolled anybody up on a Segway, and uh, and we'll try to keep it that way uh, no, here in the, that, in the I'm coming. Not, I mean, I, there's a few stories I couldn't tell you on there about our times away and and, and trips and and and, and whatnot, but. Uh, yeah, nothing too bad in there. You know, I, I kind of got a little, kind of halfway sensible when I went into broadcasting because, you know, as a footballer, <laughs> you sort of get away with a lot of things because you're sort of rolled up in cotton wool and, you know, sort of soccer players think we're, we're above everybody else and we can do what we want. When you go into the broadcast and all of a sudden you're representing and you're not that footballer anymore, and you, you really got to tone it down a little bit and and sort of pull it back because a lot of companies don't take kindly to, to stuff. So it's been, I wouldn't say boring, but there's not been any major incidents, apart from somebody falling in, in, in the river outside Newcastle and almost getting drowned. One of our one of our VT operators on the live, albeit Newcastle, got drunk one night after a Newcastle live game on a Saturday night and <laughs> fell in the, the river Tyne and was luckily... Luckily spotted by a guy in a boat and was pulled out of the river time. Otherwise, he was getting swept out into the North Sea. I mean, it's scary stuff. That's not that's, that's not warm water. That's not calm water. No, that is that is not anything mild right there. I'm glad I'm glad the man was okay. All right, hey, hey enough enough about segways and and falling falling drunk into rivers. We'll, we'll I'm glad to talk about that uh, another time. What I want to talk with you about right now is your time at Chelsea. You spent eight yeah. seasons uh, uh, with Chelsea, and you were you were a linchpin for that club. And your style of play uh, was something that is is respected to this day uh, around the the circle of true Chelsea fans. And I'm sure you see where I'm going with this. How I'm segueing into this. How would you compare and contrast Chelsea then to Chelsea now? And is it almost hard to believe as someone who was there during, I mean, they were by no means a poor club. I mean, Chelsea were always a, a, a club that was up there. But seeing what Chelsea has become in recent years, does it ever just blow your mind when you compare and contrast these times? Oh, absolutely. And when you say true Chelsea fans, I mean, I, I think it's, it is true, inverted comma, for every club that I was at because... There are some people, and you probably know this, and it won't be a surprise to me, but a lot of the supporters at clubs I've played for absolutely can't stand me. They hate me because I, I, I can honestly say that I, I don't, I don't really give two hoots about Chelsea above Leicester City or above Aston Villa. I don't care about Celtic above Rangers or Derby County above Nottingham Forest because, I, good or bad, I can switch off. And as soon as I leave, I kind of do. Yes, I've still got. Some people are all back at these clubs, but, but, but not many. And so supporters take that as a, you've turned on our club, you don't support our club. And I don't, because to be in this job, I think you really have to be objective and impartial, although it may not come across that way. But going back to Chelsea, Nate, Chelsea, in eight, I, I actually was just there shortly 10 years, but that, you know, a lot of people don't take the couple of years I was there as an apprentice as a 16-year-old. And that's why a lot of people say, you at Chelsea eight years. I was there from 1987. I left in 1997, three months short of 10 years. Chelsea was crumbling when I was there. For people listening and thinking about Chelsea now, the stadium was crumbling. We, you know, there was standing areas. There was there was concrete benches and the West Stand where Mr. Abramovich now sits. Down down the bottom, it was all concrete. There was a running track or a greyhound track used to go round it. 
it was a great stadium. I loved it. it. It was old school, but it wasn't conducive to anything that we see now in the modern game. And of course, it, it, it sort of evolved over the years as we went along under Ken Bates. But it never really came to life until the huge investment and money came in from, from uh, Roman Abramovich and and obviously now what we see is what what Roman built at Chelsea, and there's a lot of new Chelsea fans go down there. But it certainly wasn't like that night way back in the day in the late 80s. Uh, it was a, a not very picturesque stadium that probably had about 18 to 20,000 supporters on average. And it was tough times. It was tough times for Chelsea in those days. Now, you played for Glenn Hoddle uh, for a number of uh, years uh, at Chelsea, and, and Hoddle was such a, a controversial character in, in a number of ways. And, and in, in hindsight, when you look back on, on playing for him, how, how do you remember him as a manager? What was it like playing for him? And this is kind of part two to this question. Do you think he'll ever manage in the Premier League again? I, I don't. No, I don't. I don't think he will. And uh, I, I know he's doing quite a bit of broadcasting uh, now, Glenn. Uh, a lot of people don't like Glenn Hoddle uh, that played under him. A lot of them think he's aloof and arrogant and, and ignorant and way down the road with his views with Eileen Drury, who was the uh, spiritualist and all that. And uh, no, I don't believe in all that nonsense. That's not for me. Uh, although he did send me to Eileen Drury once and I was like, you know, for you know, you kidding me? I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not. He said to me, it will be beneficial for you and the team if you go and see her. So I took that as saying, if you don't go and see her, you're not playing at the weekend. So uh, it's just one of those things that had to be done. But I, I personally don't, I like Glenn. I, I really enjoy playing for him. Uh, he was a fantastic footballer, as we all know. He's a genuinely nice guy, in my opinion. Yes, he could be a little bit aloof at times, and I think the Tottenham lads found him that way. But, but I certainly never found him... I never found it problematic to work under him in that respect. I respected him. I enjoyed working under him. We got to the FA Cup final in 1994. Unfortunately, lost to Man United under Glenn. And then he took the England job, which came around too soon for him. Uh, but it's one of those things, Nate. You'd be turning the England job down. Does it ever come around again? So uh, he packed his bags and left for that. And, and, and Rude Hurley came in and, and took over from there, who... Uh, if we are talking about aloof and arrogant, then he is certainly top of that page. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. All right. Hey, two minutes before we got to head to break, and I was actually wanting to talk about Celtic, but here in the uh, now under two minutes before we got to head to our next break, Craig, what was your experience like with Eileen Drury? Because I've actually read a lot of great stuff and heard a lot of great stuff from the likes of, of Ray Parler, Robbie Fowler, Gary yeah. Neville, who talked about their experience with the spiritualist and this faith healer. What was your experience like with Eileen Drury? Well, I told, as I said to you, I put the I put the, uh, the, the I put the fence up and said I'm not going. But he 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 said to me, "You're going." Basically, so I went down to see this. I'm and I'm cynical. I'm not into all this. Uh, some people are. So I went down. It was in Nigel Sparkman, the former Liverpool and Chelsea players' kitchen. So we're in this kitchen. It was not very professional. Some of them were sat through in the, in the lounge having a cup of tea. So I walked in. I had a hamstring issue and a pelvic issue. I had all these issues and that I was trying to deal with. She walked, she sat me in a chair in the middle of the room. She basically walked around me, she talked to me, she never touched me. She may have put her hands on top of my head at one point, but it was a very light touch and it must have been 10 or 15 minutes. And then she said to me, right, okay, you're finished now. H how do you feel? I was like, I feel the same bloody way I do when I came in. You know, it's just like, <laughs> it's, nothing's happened. It's absolutely, you know, 
my pelvis was out of place. It was tilted. That was my issue, uh, which I later found out. Now, going to a faith healer isn't going to make my pelvis pop up an inch in height and go back into place. So it's just it's just a load of old baloney, mate. And uh, it's something Glenn believes in and other people believe in. But for me and most of the players, and you mentioned Ray Parler, that's some funny stories. It's not for them. Well, and uh, definitely some uh, added layers uh, to that story and uh, Eileen Drury's daughter and how she relates uh, to that whole situation. But we'll leave that for another show. And when we get back, we're taking a trip way up north. We're talking Scottish national team with Craig Burley right here on World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Don't go anywhere. Things change as you get older. Glasses get thicker, sunscreen gets stronger, hair grows where it shouldn't. The same is true for your car. Some changes you can see, some you can't. So Valvoline created Max Life, our best defense against the hidden signs of aging for cars that are just getting started at 75,000 miles. We introduced motor oil in 1866, and we've been reinventing it ever since. Valvoline, 140 years under the hood. Visit AutoZone now and buy five quarts of Max Life and an oil filter starting at $23.99. See store for restrictions and details. Come celebrate new Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline with a chance to upgrade your drive when you fill up at Shell. Introducing the 100 BMWs and 100 Day Sweepstakes. Swipe your fuel rewards card to enter to win a BMW 320i. Don't have a card? Get one free at participating Shell stations or visit fuelrewards.com slash win. Offer on September 8, 2015. No purchase necessary. See official rules at shell.us slash win. Void in Maryland, New Jersey, and Virginia where prohibited by law. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds, it's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more, a $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229. 
Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Nate Abarea and Craig Burley with you here on World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. It is time to take a trip way up north. We're talking about Craig's time with the Scottish national team. And I definitely want to talk about the 1998 World Cup in France. You were you were a Celtic player uh, at the time of this tournament. You were playing your club football in Scotland, and then you suit up for the national team, and you get to play in a World Cup. What do you remember most about France 98, Craig? Well, it's probably the greatest 12 to 18, 24 months of my career, uh, Nate. And, uh, you know, I, I'd moved from Chelsea uh, after the 97 FA Cup final. I'd moved to Celtic for, uh, and then, you know, back in 97, I think it was £2.5 million. Pounds. I never really wanted to go back to Scotland to be honest with you because I'd always plied my trade in, in England but it came about I, I joined a fantastic club with a great bunch of players with the Henrik Larsons of this world the Paul Lamberts who had just won the Champions League the list goes on and we had a great season culminating in uh, myself being voted the Scottish Footballer of the Year for 1998 got 15 goals and then it's the year of the World Cup where we're opening the World Cup Scotland against Brazil in the opening game, so that's obviously a showcase game for Scotland because that is our World Cup final because we're not going to win it. I mean, we're quite honest, you know. I know, you know, here in America, people keep saying, "Well, you know, is it going to be a time where the US is going to win the World Cup? And is it ten years? Is it twenty years? Is it thirty years?" I think, from a Scottish perspective, we're a little bit more grounded. We're like, "Well, listen, we ain't going to, we ain't going to win this thing ever. So let's just go and enjoy it." Uh, and that's what we did. Unfortunately, we did what we normally do, which was didn't get enough points and come back early. But in terms of the experience and playing against Brazil in the opening game in Paris, which was a Brazilian side in '98 that was spearheaded by uh, by Ronaldo, I had Rivaldo, I had Dunga, I had Roberto Carlos. Uh, the list just went on. So it was a great experience. Craig, would you have believed that that would be the last time that Scotland would play in in a major tournament? That was that was the last time that they were present in a World Cup or, or a European Championships. Would you have believed that at that time? No, 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 because I believed. You know, I was what was I at the time 20, 25, 26. We had a an experience, but a blend of youth and our team. And I thought the team we had would have went on to. Because we played at Euro 96, and then a lot of the older guys from the European Championships in 96 sort of drifted away. Some new guys came in. Um, and so we felt then after that, we lo- we actually lost the Euro 2000 playoff to England, mm-hmm. uh, which was a, built up as this huge match. When England beat us in Glasgow, Paul Scholes got two goals, and then we beat England at Wembley. Don Hutchinson uh, got the, the goal to give us a 1-0 victory, but it ultimately wasn't enough to get us to the European Championships. But we thought we would go again. And unfortunately, since then, um, the the standard of player uh, has deteriorated. I mean, it had deteriorated long before I was there. I mean, it went from the Sunnises of this world and the Douglasies to somewhere in the middle. And then it went to us, who weren't in that category, but still had a good team. And then it deteriorated even further. And then it went down again, and it became quite embarrassing net some of the results but then we went down the road of bringing in a foreign coach Bertie Volks from Germany 
which clearly didn't work. And, and, and since then, it's been an uphill struggle. And, uh, of course, getting to Russia 2018 or even France uh, 2016 is still at this moment in time going to be very difficult for a national team that has a lot of its players not playing in the top tier of English football. Well, Craig, you talk about an uphill struggle, and I love how this comes full circle. That The last time Scotland were in a major tournament, it was the World Cup France 98, and a lot of people have, in my opinion, I think semi-realistic hopes of Scotland qualifying for the European Championships France 2016. How fitting would that be that it would be uh, in France again for Scotland to make their return to, to top-flight international football uh, in the Euros? And, and with the work that Gordon Strachan's doing, with the squad that he has put together, and really the attitude that that this manager has instilled will they do it do you think scotland will qualify for year 2016 well if, they're go- well if they're going to do it they're going to do it through the playoffs for me and i think it will be themselves and the republic of ireland that are going to be vying for that third playoff spot i think germany and poland are the two better teams in the group and will probably take the automatic places but i you know i like gordon strachan i like what he's done he's got a bit of energy and organization about the scottish team we know and he knows the limitations. He isn't fishing in the biggest pond out there, uh, but he's got a lot of guys that are quite hungry uh, and are doing a job for him, and I think he's done a splendid job. I think if they don't qualify under no circumstances, is his job under threat? Uh, not, not, not at all, but it's just going to be difficult. Michel Platini's opened it up slightly, hasn't he? He's increased the teams for the first time at the Euros to 24 teams. That's, that's risen from 16. And previously, many years ago, it was eight. So it has opened the door for, for quite a few countries uh, of a certain calibre. And that's where we come into the equation. So it will be between Scotland and the Republic of Ireland uh, to see, in my opinion, to see who goes to, to France uh, in the summer. I certainly hope it's Scotland, but who knows. Well, I love it. When we had uh, your colleague Mark Donaldson uh, on the show a few months ago, we, we do a Scottish Word Association. I throw out a name or, or a place or a name, and, and I say, you know, what's the first thing that comes to mind? And I said, okay. Gordon Strachan, and Mark said, the man that's going to guide Scotland to Euro 2016. So hopefully that can hold true. I am definitely Poland for the Tartan Army, and it would be beautiful to see Scotland back in the top flight as far as international football goes. Hey, let's come back stateside, Craig. Last week on on ESPN FC, there were some very interesting debates that you were a part of relating to the the Gerard Lampard showdown at at, at Carson and then the Galaxy NYCFC, the star-studded affair on MLS Sunday, and then we don't even get Gerard Lampard and the kickoffs delayed by 20 minutes for the Little League World Series, a bunch of prepubescent Little League baseball players delaying the kickoff of this supposedly massive Sunday MLS match. Something I want to ask you, and this stems from some of the things that you guys talked about, and you're kind of laughing at this being labeled a star-studded affair and how hyped up this match was. In your opinion, where is the line in MLS between journalism, punditry, and public relations because this last week it was really difficult to see any line between journalism and just flat out PR in the build up uh, to this NYCFC LA match well I'm, a, I'm an outsider here and I, we, we obviously have people uh, I, my, my remit here uh, Nate, isn't particularly to watch Major League Soccer I try and watch a little bit but I'm, I'm, I'm an honest guy I don't, I don't watch a lot I've got too many other things 
I, I need to watch. I don't watch any Scottish football at all, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, I can't. I can't bear watching that. You'd have to. You'd have. You'd have to chain me up with Hannibal Lecter to get me to watch the Scottish stuff at the moment. It's that bad. <laughs> but in, te- in terms of Major League Soccer, we've got Taylor Twelman that covers it and Adrian Healy cover it. Uh, but we do have to talk about it in the show, and so you have to be sort of up to speed. Looking at it from the outside, coming in with a sort of, I came in with an ignorant blink of view. MLS is crap. Not good. And I thought to myself, do you know what? That, that's, that's quite a blink of ignorant view, which I just said. And so I, I don't look at it. I thought, do you know what? It's actually doing a lot of good things. Building nice stadiums. Family friendly. It's a family day out. The crowds are good. The standard has risen. The better players are starting to come. The American players have gotten better, and that was born through by uh, the US team getting out of the group stage again at the World Cup. But I do feel the one thing that it, it lacks and it struggles with it's insular, and it's it's almost like a cult. It, it struggles to accept criticism of any level. It's almost like, and Scotland's the same at the moment. You criticise the Scottish game, and all these guys come out. It's not like, it's not quite like Braveheart, but it's not far off it. All these guys come out. How dare you? How dare you talk about the Scottish football? Uh, we must talk this game up. And I sort of say me get that with. Major League Soccer as well but there is an air of reality to it and I know what you're getting at it was Dan Thomas's tease when he said LA Galaxy against NYCFC and this game is just littered with legends and as you know I said on the show hold on a minute there's only four playing so there is a there is a reality here there was only four so-called legends and Stephen Nicola I leave an argument saying that Rob McKean's not a legend because he's in so many clubs so there is a reality check I think at times and uh I, I'm not a journalist that follows it. There are people that do. They have their own opinion on it. But uh, I, I don't. I won't criticise the standard. It's getting better. But I do think if they are going to improve and really keep moving it forward, some of them are going to have to man up. They're going to have to man up to the criticism, both the players, the coaches, and even the pundits. The pundits that follow it. Uh, it's not a cheerleading exercise. Uh, it's a job of analysis, and we're not here to be popular. We're here to say what you think. And if you think it's bad, and you think it's doing the wrong thing, or you, if you think something is nonsense, then you've got to say that. And I think the quicker people this side of the pond learn that, then the tougher Major League Soccer will get. Well, and I think this is a perfect opportunity for me to reiterate something that I said on the show yesterday, and that is scrap this gang mentality in American soccer because I am a, I am a grassroots enthusiast myself. I love the lower division renaissance going on in American soccer and these true local connections, these local flavors, these grassroots projects and clubs sprouting up all over this country. I love that. I'm also a San Jose Earthquake supporter. I have watched MLS for a number of years. I will be at an MLS match tomorrow night. Quit this you have to pick a side mindset. You can criticize Major League Soccer and still watch Major League Soccer and cover Major League Soccer. We don't all have to put our pom-poms on and be cheerleaders oh. or the other end of the spectrum. We don't all have to just be haters who, who pick this thing apart and can never give even a slight compliment. Well, I, I work for, before I come into this, amongst several of the companies I work for, including Five Live and BBC Five Live Radio and, and, and ESPN, blah, blah, blah. A lot of my work before I came here was for the Premier League's in-house channel in London uh, that would go around the world, uh, both from a commentary perspective and a studio perspective. But, you know, I, and I said, I've said over the last 12 months here in, in, on our ESPN FC show, the Premier League has to, has to up its game. 
you know, it was embarrassing last year in Europe. It wasn't the greatest of standards in terms of the games. The teams need to make sure they're getting better. Technically, they need to make sure uh, they're getting better as well. So, listen, even leagues like the Premier League, who some perceive as the best league in the world, some think it's the Liga, there's an argument either way. It has to get, no matter how much money, the NBC Sports and Sky Sports and BT Sports and BN Sports in Doha and all these companies are paying for it, it needs to get its act together like any other league. It is not beyond criticism, uh, but as it, the, the Premier League has sort of learned to take that and, and, and soak it in and get on with it. Uh, so it's just, it, it's all sort of relative to where leagues and, and, you know, these things are in terms of the progress. And I think MLS is, is doing just fine, absolutely fine. Well, there was a, a tweet that came out during, uh, oh, what game? It was the NYCFC Orlando match. It was great. It was the Pirlo debut match, and you had Kaká playing for Orlando, Pat Crowd at Yankee Stadium, great atmosphere, and one Joey Barton, uh, who has definitely uh, garnered quite a bit of attention for himself in social media and everywhere else he goes uh, in life. He uh, he tweeted out, he said, hey, the, uh, fine match this. I, I'm, I'm watching Orlando NYC. I'm quite entertained by this match. Great attacking football. The defending however and he put a little winky face at the end of it and there was a reply from one of the heads of major league soccer social media and this just sums up the problem for me in so many ways the reply from this one of the one of the heads of mls social media was oh yeah at joey barton seven would you rather have a nil nil game I mean, this ultra defensive mentality, and then the joke off of that was, wow, well, MLS, you know, executives get more defensive than any of the teams, clearly. And it just, it cracks me up that, you know, you have a guy out there, you have a European footballer watching this match and promoting it on social media, and yet you still get defensive about someone being even slightly, ever so slightly critical about the product. That has got to change. We've got to be able to be objective and be honest about this league and about American soccer. And again, great point there from Craig. People criticize the Premier League, and you don't see BPL executives or social media folks getting defensive about people criticizing certain aspects of the football. Hey, we've got uh, uh, 40 seconds left here with you, Craig, and I've done this with every Scottish guest that we've ever had. Uh, When you hear the name Sean Connery, what goes through your mind? Tax. (laughs) That's all? Well, I've been... Where, where does he live? I mean, I'm sorry, honestly, I can't do. I can't do his voice. Uh, what goes through my mind is Sean Connery who pops his head up every now and again to talk about what's good for Scotland. But I can't remember. And this is what Scottish people say. Uh, I can't remember the last time Sean Connery lived or paid any tax in Scotland or the UK. So, un- <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, the first thing that came to my mind was tax. <laughs> Oh, Craig Burley, you are welcome back on the show anytime, sir. This has been an immense pleasure and a privilege. Thank you so much, man, and uh, best of luck here in the near future at the SBNSC, man. Thank you very much, Nate. Again, that was Craig Burley, the former Chelsea Celtic Scotland national team man. Check out his work with ESPN FC. We're taking the express train home on the other side of this break, and I don't think that Sean Connery is going to be with us. We'll see. Stay tuned and find out.
mind right now. You either don't have it or you have it and you think it's too expensive. And you probably feel like you don't have any options. We can help. We are the Health Markets Insurance Agency. We offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money. Whether you're self-employed, on a COBRA plan that's about to expire, or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, the Health Markets Insurance Agency can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. Health Markets Insurance Agency is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Google a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Who the a man united? Who the a man united? Oh, hey there, Manchester United fans. We have got a special treat in store for you this Sunday. We've got two of the blokes from your favorite Manchester United YouTube channel, the Full Time Devils. They're going to be calling the Swansea Man United match on Ravel.tv. It is going to be some great fun. United currently unbeaten. That's right, unbeaten on seven points. No goals allowed. Sunday's game, a true test, though, against one of the informed sides in the Premier League. The Swans, well, they continue to fly high. We finally start seeing Wayne Rooney rediscovering his goal-scoring form. Will we see Memphis continuing to be an attacking threat down the left wing and living up to that number seven on his back there? 
for Manchester United. Find out this Sunday, Gaz and Adam from Full Time Devil sharing their thoughts and opinions during the game live on Rabble.tv. With Rabble, you know what to do. Tune into the TV broadcast, press the mute button, then head over to Rabble to listen to Gaz and Adam sharing their analysis. Rabble, you can listen to the broadcast on your desktop, iOS app, and your mobile browser. Plus, join in by posting your questions or observations in the comments section or create your own broadcast. Call one of your team's games. It's easy. It's free. It's Rabble. Join the full-time Devils on Rabble this Sunday, 1045 a.m. Eastern Time. Rabble.tv, where it's your team and your call for the gaffer Christopher Harris, the producers in San Francisco, and Mr. Craig Burley. My name is Nate Abarea. signing off. I'm going to go see the Quakes in the Galaxy tomorrow. Cheers. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.